0: right guys welcome back to this episode it's been a while but we're back again with a deep dive into memory manipulation so rafla i'd like to ask you this question why do you think our memories slowly detach over time and we seem to forget things that we would never have forgot before tough question for you
1: that's a, that's, no, that's a big question to the start of the podcast. Like, Bloody hell, my, my brain's not prepared for that. Um, <laughs> so, oh, and so just woke up. What was the question again? So, what happens to your brain over time yeah, to mean that your memories deteriorate? Is that what you're saying? Yes. That's what are you, you asking me from a scientific point of view or are you asking me from a esoteric point of view?
0: No, Provide no. both. Provide both if you can.
1: Wow, you're asking me a lot. Um, I think memory deterioration is something that's very real and quite provable from a scientific point of view, although it can't can't be explained fully. Quite an interesting question because my grandma had dementia and she died recently, about a year ago, rest in peace, Um, to my grandma. So her memory deteriorated over time, and I think that's a result of lack of certain nutrients and proteins in the brain. And I believe, I was I was watching the, I don't know if you've seen it, it's Chris Hemsworth new show called Limitless. It's definitely worth watching if anyone gets a chance to watch it, but there's an episode where his trainer basically says that he's got this gene, this particular gene in his brain, uh, which me- means he's more susceptible to the development of dementia when he gets older. I can't remember the name of the gene. Uh, passing me right now. It's obviously a sign that I've got bad memory. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's it's a thing that some people are more susceptible than others, and I, I probably think that it is. It does run in my own family, personally, just because of my grandma having it. Um, my mum's worrying about it as well. She's worried that she might get dementia. So I think I think it's a, a lot of factors uh, could possibly be because your brain's too full and you've got too much information stored that your brain's like let me just get rid of some of this and chop it down and let's get rid of the unnecessary fudge and stuff that isn't necessary for a functioning life which i know that that is a provable scientific fact that your brain trims memories and stuff um like in whether intentionally or unintentionally just to create space in your brain because if you could remember everything then everything would just be a complete mess and you wouldn't be able to remember. Like you would be able to remember, obviously, but be able to remember things vividly, but too vividly to the point where it just become a whole kaleidoscope of different memories all coming together at once and you're having to shift through this massive library of different thoughts and ideas. Um, I think that's a possibility that, yeah, your brain's just trimming things down. Or if you wanted to ask me from a esoteric point of view, perhaps it's because Were being prepared for the next life potentially, and your memories are being stripped away piece by piece, just so that you don't have conflicting memories when you pass over into the next life. So when you pass through, so say for like my grandma, she was to be reincarnated, which I'm not, I'm not sure if she was, but possible, Um, then her brain would be chipping away at the the pieces and stuff and memories she had from her life, and just preparing her for the next life so that when she passes through, she's got a a, a clearer, more fresh slate to go off. Although to contradict that, she remembered more vividly things that were from her younger self uh, as as opposed to her later life. So there's obviously that argument that there is a contradiction there that um, if, if you're passing through into the next life, then you wouldn't remember the older stuff first, it'd go the other way around. It'd be like you'd, you'd forget the older stuff first and then you'd still remember the newer stuff that happened. But um, I'm not sure if that answered the question too well, but that's just what I've come up with in a short space of time. So I'll pass on to you because you probably get a got a better idea than me and a better answer. I'm, I'm assuming that's why you asked me the question.
0: Yeah. So me personally, I think if you look esoterically, you know, we find that in the night when we sleep, when you're in the dream state, I believe your memories get taken away because when you wake up, suddenly, I don't know if you have this realisation, but you seem to forget some things that you've done the previous day. Is that right in your case? Like, when you wake up from the dream state, you seem to forget yeah. stuff that you did yesterday.
1: Um, yeah. You mean comp- completely or as if, as in if, like, if I try, on, on like the, in my immediate memory,
0: or? Yeah, in your immediate memory. Yeah, in my immediate
1: memory, yeah. Definitely.
0: Yeah, because there's a movie called Dark City, which I think shows this perfectly where during night, when everyone's sleeping, people's memories are being implanted. And, you know, when you look at look at it more deeply into memory, right i talked about being in the dream state you know uh, the hollywood animation the, the dream works right they have yeah. the boys oh, yeah, sitting on they have the boys sitting on the moon when the fishing on then of course dream is at the bottom so is at the higher ups putting the truth in plain sight that the moon is taking our memories and even when you look into numerology right the word moon is a 23 matching with the word memory and of course, it's a direct match to the word archon, which are the beings that rule over this reality according to Gnosticism. I think also in the form of memory that I think for me proves a scripted reality is deja vu. We've all had that experience where you, you seem to remember something you've done before. So it's like you've you're seen a script playing out in your memories, which is unbelievably crazy. and. Yeah, that's my thoughts and I think that happens over time, you know, for you, like you said, to prepare for the next stage of reincarnation. Because if we don't have full control of our memories, then we don't have full control of where we go after we die. It's already been pre-decided by these Archons who, I believe, control our memory.
1: Well, I'm going to fucking smack up these Archons because they're not taking away my memories. Yes,
0: yes. Quite have offensive. a boxing. Yeah. It's
1: really. <laughs> but then boxing. I will lose my memory because they'll be smashing me in the head. I we'll remember anything. In my brain will be gone. Um, it's interesting you say this because obviously the first thing with the DreamWorks thing is really interesting. Just because I sent you that picture earlier, I was just, I, I felt like inclined to send you the photo. Um, it, for context, people watching, I don't have a, probably can't put an image up on the screen. I'm not sure how I'd do that. Um, but, essentially, oh, I've I'll got it. You got it. If you could pull it up.
0: Yeah. yeah I, um, when I record this back, it will, it will appear on the screen.
1: Perfect. Oh, Perfect. So, right. Right. Awesome. So, if you are seeing that image now, what it is, is like a Christmas ornament. It was just sat on the floor in, in my living room. It hasn't been put on the tree yet for some reason. But it was just there. And I was like, well, that's a bit weird that it's there. It, it looks to depict like a, a face on the moon. And but it's Santa obviously with the Santa hat and then you have the, the hat and it looks almost like a light and it's facing down this child I'm not sure if that's a representation of um, like the memory implantation the light representing the life that's going into this child to create a new life and a new reincarnation and it's like the it's because it's not a full moon obviously it's like a, a crescent moon and it's pointing down it's almost it's almost like a probe it's almost like a probe um so yeah I think that's a really weird synchronicity there that I've just sent you that picture and um, I think it's interesting what you said I'm trying to think what else you said you said about the uh, memory manipulation when you go to sleep um, I do think that's interesting because I think it might not be necessarily that dreams are did you say dreams are implanted during your sleep or after journey so like sleep. so, so well, implanted during your yeah do you think that is through the method of like so dreaming is creating the memories and it is essentially moving your subconscious a certain way to push you in a direction to like project into the day. Because obviously there's always times where someone will say, Oh, you've just broke my dream by saying that, or you broke my dream by doing this. I don't necessarily think that's an accident. I think that is a form of synchronicity that doesn't really get talked about too much. Um, because I don't know about other people. I often have dreams about places, particular places. For one, I've been having a lot of dreams about New York recently, which I don't know why. I could talk about that from a synchronistic point of view in a little while. I'll I'll follow on from that point. But um I think dreams offered like point you in a certain direction and they give hints and clues about what you're gonna your day's gonna look like. So it it, it might not necessarily be always that it's creating a memory, it might be that it's creating uh Future for you to manifest. That makes sense. Yes. um Because obviously you can still remember your dreams, uh, not your dreams, your memories. Like you, you say, yeah, you can't remember what you did yesterday, but you, like I feel like I can. Like I probably could if I woke up the next day and intentionally wanted to remember what I was doing yesterday. I could. Then is your point that those memories of yesterday might have been implanted during my sleep?
0: Tough question. That's it's a weird. really
1: tough question because because you've got to look at it from a whole host of yeah, angles. You can't just Yeah Yeah. But we'll,
0: we'll
1: come back to, we'll come back to that. We'll come yeah. back to that. And yeah, on the note of deja vu, Deja vu it's really interesting, isn't it? I always feel like I like I have it quite often. It's like I remember being in this situation before. And I know I must feel like it's a representation of something big that's to come in my life, like something's going to change, there's going to be a change of scenario, or like I remember being here, so that must represent something significant in my life about to happen. That's how i I always feel when I'm in a state of deja vu um whether deja vu is just like you playing out a similar scenario twice. But it's not like that though, is it? Like when you have a, a, I don't know, like a lot of people probably do experience deja vu. I'm not sure if everyone experiences it. But when you do, it almost feels otherworldly. It almost feels like you disconnect from yourself and you're just viewing like a video. It's like, I've seen this before, like I've been in this situation before. And it, it, it just feels all too similar. It's not like you're just watching the same thing twice because that's a completely different feeling. You're like, you're consciously aware of that but it's like your subconscious is aware of doing something twice. So is it that the memories are stored in your subconscious from a past life or who knows? So I I don't know. I couldn't answer that question.
0: Yeah. Just to touch on deja vu, like of course, it's, it's a French word and in French they pronounce it deja and deja in English, it means already. So the fact that it's telling you that you've already seen something, in plain sight when you look at it from that angle so when you've already seen something is that your is that the same memories being implanted or is it just false memories and just to go further on you, you obviously that picture you sent with santa and the moon that 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 made me think quite differently because of course santa is Conspiracy theories always mention that Santa is an anagram of Satan, and yes, that's true. Yeah, of course, Satan is heavily connected to Saturn. You know, the Saturn, the Moon, creating the Saturn Moon Matrix, the Matrix we are living in, and you know, Jesus is obviously connected to the Moon through numerology and the Tarot, as Jesus is in eighteen, and that's a direct match to the Tarot card. Does that mean Jesus is the Moon? Not necessarily, but Jesus he, he will, he's always told about repenting people for their sins and sin in the Mesopotamian religion was the moon god which is pretty interesting and the reason why I touch on Jesus was because he died in the sign of Aries, right? which has the symbol Ram and Ram is a piece of hardware in the computer also known as random access memory and the funny thing is, is that with Ram the data there is volatile, which means that when effectively, when you switch a computer off, all the data is lost. So, for me, that's perhaps the truth in plain sight that through the lens of a computer, our memories are lost.
1: That's fascinating. I did not know that. Yeah, that's really interesting. That's an extremely weird coincidence, or is it a coincidence? So the RAM, yeah.
0: yes, yeah. well.
1: Wow. Yeah, no, I didn't realise that. Perhaps it's um, like Jesus and and the moon being too linked in the, like, the tarot and the Chaldean is a representation of the duality because you said, obviously, like Jesus is saying to repent from your sins. So repent from the moon. And obviously yes. sin is like the sine wave. Sin is sine. Yes. And that is what we... So is Jesus saying this, uh repent from this reality?
0: Perhaps that's why
1: Jesus yeah. always Jesus always says that um this reality or this earth is ruled by Satan. Like Satan.
0: Yeah. So that's
1: potentially being what he's alluding to. Also just to bring it back to that picture I put, it's almost like cause the the hat on top of Santa's head, obviously like the, the white thing. I don't know what it's called. Or, <laughs> what's it called? Oh, on his, like, on his Santa's do no, no, what's I don't it called? Ball I've so no that, idea. That, that could be a representation of the moon and then, Santa is Saturn as well. So it's like the two working together to create this matrix. I don't know.
0: Yeah. And like, I decided to look at the, the computer even further, like, Obviously, it touched on how with RAM, when the, when the data is volatile, the computer is switched off. And I thought, like, another way for a computer to be switched off is the control-alt-delete combo. And does that mean that our memories are first controlled, then altered, then deleted? I don't know, man. It's a, it's a scary thought, but it could be more true than myth.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, if we exist inside a computer, then there's a lot of potential. I I think we're going to see a lot more links and like parallels between computer terminology and like messages, like ancient texts and stuff like that, if that is a sign, because obviously you say we like the RAM and the RAM, like being Aries. That's an extremely interesting point. I never thought about that before. So, yeah. Um, On other points, let me try and think. Have Have you looked into any like Movies, I know you said you looked into Dark City to see what that represented in terms of like memory manipulation.
0: Like, I think you see seen Men in Black done, uh, I'm not, I think it's that movie, but uh, people, always yeah, that's like what that's what I looked into, taking, yeah, taken away, they, they get their memories taken away, so yeah, it's a, it's a crazy one, so yeah, because you said well, you touched on that.
1: Yeah that's that's what I was researching because obviously like as a kid like as a kid not as a kid but like a teenager I remember being really really excited to see Men in Black 3 like I don't know why <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you but like it was like a film that I was extremely excited to see like i have never been more excited to see a film than Men in Black 3 and I couldn't tell you why because I wasn't that massive of a fan of the first two Men in Blacks. Like, I, I did enjoy the first two Men in Blacks, but it was, it was just something about the film where I was like, oh, I can't wait to go see Men in Black. And, like, obviously, as a massive like Avengers fan, I still felt a bit of it, like, I still felt really excited, but it wasn't to the, the extent that I was for Men in Black 3. But obviously, like, that thought could just be an implanted, implanted memory. Do you know what I mean? Like, that might not be real. Like, that might not have been what happened. I might not have been excited to see it. Or I might not have even seen it, but it might just be implanted in my brain. But um, yeah, sorry. To come back to Men in Black. On the note of when I was talking about New York and stuff and having dreams about New York, really strange synchronicity. Obviously, I've been on holiday in Egypt. That's why I'm so tanned. Everyone watching, if I am tanned, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: we went swimming in a. Went to Sheikh not actual Egypt. Went swimming and like snorkeling. And on the second trip around, like far out in the distance, like when you started swimming, you could see the Statue of Liberty, which was just completely out of place. Like why why the fuck is the Statue of Liberty in the middle of the ocean, in the Red Sea? I don't don't know. Um, About two nights ago, I had a dream about being in Sheikh, but they'd start developing this new city that really resembled New York. And there was like a Statue of Liberty and stuff like that. Obviously, that sort of made sense, like, I'd have that dream because of seeing the Statue of Liberty in Shamal Sheik, and I was like, why is that there? It's very weird. Today, I've been researching, obviously, I decided to talk about memory manipulation, um, and obviously, like, I started looking to Men in Black. I don't know if for people, have you seen Men in Black? Have you seen the first and second one?
0: Uh, I may have, but I think I forgot about it.
1: In the second film, do you know what, Obviously, it's set in New York, but you know about the neuralizer, don't you? The
0: yeah, yeah. yeah what they used to.
1: Erasing too. memories.
0: Yeah, erasing memories. So
1: the thing they use for memory wiping at the end of the second minute black is the Statue of Liberty. There's a huge neuralizer in the Statue of Liberty, and it like wipes the memories of everyone in New York. And I'm assuming the globe who have seen like whatever's going on. So yeah, that was obviously just like a a really strange synchronicity. That was like that's a bit a bit of a weird connection that I'd be researching this today. So that that's that's more of a reason why I ask: Is it that your memories are being manipulated, or is it your like you're being shown things in real life that will connect to certain things? So like a synchronicity is planted, basically, as opposed to memory manipulation. It could be complete. It could be the two. But um I don't know about you, but I can't I can't think of a time. Especially in the past like ten years where I've I've not like it's re- it's really hard to say obviously because it, like this is a topic that it it'd be so like the burden of proof is on you to prove that A or B is correct and like we we can't really understand memory completely. Um so it's like the burden of proof is on you to prove whether memory is being implanted or is not and it's something else that's been implanted. I'm I'm just saying for the fact of like synchronicity is occurring that it feels like things are put into your, your dreams for you to then observe in real life, if that makes sense. Uh, is is that like a form of manifestation that like you see in your dreams and then you have the ability to manifest it in real life? Or it, like whatever is controlling this reality, like you say the archons, are they Manipulating your dreams, putting stuff in your dreams, so that then you manifest that into this reality. So it's like a—it's almost like a, a, a feeding portal. So they feed like ideas and thoughts and concepts, and then that then translates into this reality. And that—that that is what they use as a tool to create this reality. So it's like a, it's like almost a production line. And then the end product of what is whatever this reality is. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Sorry, just I just you, went on a
1: completely philosophical rant there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no problem, my friend, but you mentioned the Statue of Liberty, and many decoders or cultists link that statue to Lucifer, being obviously the, the symbolism of that statue is enlightening the world. I personally think it's the, the false light, which perhaps creates the false memories and but with lucifer right he, the character has its own sigil and if you look deeply in that sigil if you flip it to its side it directly resembles a, a a lunar eclipse so is that truth that lucifer is the moon and that entity just takes our memory because this androgynous figure is depicted as an evil character in the bible again that is some truth, but that character and Satan are not the same other way. But Lucifer, I think, in terms of manipulating our memories, may be more truth than myth.
1: Yeah. Well, then you come back to like things like the Truman Show, where obviously people like Logan have decoded the film, and that is shown as like the, the director's suite, and that's where all the directions come from. This is where uh, the direct, director X, I think, is called in the film. I'm not sure. That could, could be completely wrong. Fact check me on that. But he, yeah, he essentially creates the memories of Truman's life. It's manipulated because he's, he's immersed in this fake world. So, yeah, I, c- I can understand that from a point of view of like, is it the moon that's controlling everything? And obviously, you have like the Analema creating the eight. Is that like a representation of the cycle that's going on? And. Yeah. Duality. I'm not sure. Sorry.
0: Just completely. That's yeah, just a brain fart there. The eight is a resemblance to Saturn and the sun makes that eight sign too. So both the moon and the sun making that eight and a, and a Lima. It's all connected to Saturn. And like I mentioned earlier, the Saturn-Moon matrix is running the whole thing. I think both Saturn and the moon have a huge say in our memories. I think our memories yeah. go to the moon and saturn slash satan slash the demiurge is is, is taking it and it's being stored in the moon in my opinion shown by the dreamworks picture truth in plain sight
1: Dreamworks. dreamworks manipulating the dream and obviously it's got the fishing rod what's it fishing for is it fishing for memories or is it fishing to implant things in people i don't know um Go on this thought process with me. I've just had the thought. You know, a lot of people say, like, they can't remember what they had for breakfast. <laughs> I'm trying to... Because <laughs> a lot of people say that, like... But I'm trying to think from a philosophical point of view, where does that... Why, where does that phrase come from? Because, like, why do people choose, like, something about eating that day? As to like a point of reference for their memory, is it because they ate like the anolema? I don't
0: know. Oh Maybe that's dance, a topic man. that
1: needs question out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't really have an answer, you know. Is it the analina? Is it the? Old it, voice? It, I'm
1: not. I'm not saying you have to answer it. I'm. I'm just. I'm just saying it's a thought that's there. It's like, why is that so significant? Like a lot. A lot of people do say it, don't they? It's like, yeah. oh, bloody! Hell, I can't remember what I have for breakfast. So, like, what? What are the archons doing there? Like, what? Why are they messing people's memory up so bad that they can't remember what they had for breakfast? Do you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean. Breakfast, like you have that in the morning, right? And Lucifer is known as the morning star in the Bible and in mythology. So mm. Lucifer, I believe, is is the moon. So and again, the moon as numerologically is a matter of memory. So maybe that's why people say I can't remember what I eat for breakfast.
1: Maybe. Could be. Yeah, that is that is a good, no, that is a good thought. That is a good thought. I like that was a nice way to end the thought as well. Yeah. Um, what sort of things did you actually look into, you know, on the Dark City? Yeah. What sort like, of things did you yeah. look into? Because obviously, obviously like you've done a bit of research on it.
0: Yeah, because, like, I watched the movie, and what made me realise is this, this John character, who, I mean, in Numerology is an 18, and that's a match to the moon. I mean, how funny is that? But this guy... He forgets everything. He's, he's, the doctor accidentally um, messed up his memory so he could tune out the strangers who um, look to implant people's memories. So he had their power, essentially, and he seeks to remember things, but he has to go back to the doctor to further implant his memories into him because he forgets everything and he's just trying to get his memory back.
1: Right. Have you got any thoughts on that? what it represents?
0: What that represents?
1: As in like, I don't know, have you pieced together any thoughts or anything about the film?
0: Not really, but I think the cycle of someone forgetting everything and then looking to remember stuff again is the reincarnation cycle. I think when you come back into this reality, you don't have any memories and then you seek to recollect memories then you end up losing them again over the time. So, so it's think, just
1: a, a repetitive process of coming in and out and remembering and remembering, then forgetting and forgetting.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's my overall perception. My, my beliefs will change as I dig deeper into memories. And yeah, it's, it's pretty insane.
1: Yeah. Obviously, on the topic of like me going to ancient Egypt and stuff like that, you would think, and I, I, I saw you mentioned Thoth on the messages, like the God of the moon and then like the God of math, mathematician and stuff like that. Um, do you think he's the most powerful God in that he can have the ability to create this reality? Like, obviously like if you subscribe to that sort of thinking, I don't, I don't think it was met, meant as a, uh, a literal thing in, on the uh, ancient Egyptian's point of view, but it's like a metaphorical representation of what the moon could be in its role in this reality.
0: I mean, Thoth is supposedly the god of wisdom and it's quite interesting because there's many gods of wisdom and the Gnostics have Sophia as the god of wisdom who created So did our faults originally come from so, fire is it? A, is it a demiurge? It's, it's really tough to say, but of course, the word Foth, you know, if you break that down, you could and add in a few more letters, you can get the word forts in. And in, in numerology, it's 25, which is a match to Venus, which Lewis, the Lucifer character somehow connected to, even though Lucifer is not Venus, in my opinion. But mythology states that. The element, the Phosphorus, which is Lucifer, is the morning star, the planet Venus. Again, you have Horus and Horus is connected to Jesus with those things. And I think they're both all connected as the moon, really. Yeah, very interesting.
1: Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have any th- other thoughts on that. I was trying to piece together some thoughts, but I couldn't like. Collate them properly. So. <laughs>
0: um,
1: do you want me to talk about some research I've done with Men in Black? Obviously, like I did a little bit of research, I just looked into just some facts about the film, things I found like they quite fascinating about what in terms of memory and stuff like that, uh, and like esoteric meanings. Um, yeah, let's get to it. So, yeah, obviously, the, the way that Neuralizer, for people who have seen Men in Black, they do this thing boom, flash. Everyone forgets what's going on. And then they, they're fed a different memory, like they're fed a new memory explained to them by the many Black agents. Um, this can happen on a short scale or a large scale where it's like either the size of New York City's memories wiped and recalibrated or it's just like a, a group of people or a single person. Um, obviously, yeah, there's the massive one atop the Statue of Liberty in the second film, which is quite an interesting, as you were talking about Lucifer and the, like you said, about the Lightbringer as well. And it's interesting because the Neuralizer is kept in the torch. And obviously the torch is like representation of light. And the Lightbringer is that showing us that the light is manipulated and like the light that we have on this planet or this reality is stemmed from Lucifer, who is the deceiver, the master deceiver. Um, the second, Men in Black, was 88 minutes long, so you have the representation of duality. And also, like we were saying earlier about the animal lemurs, both the sun and the moon create that, that shape. So like, you have the eight and the eight, which is like the moon and the sun. Um, also, I find it interesting that the two main characters in the film are white black men similar to us two, but it's it's the representation of the light and the dark, the yin and the yang, the two sides of the coin, the light and the dark, and, yeah, duality. Um, also, when people go to near Elijah, so, like, if I was Jay, whatever his face is, I'd put some Ray-Bans on first. I have got some Ray-Bans over there, but I'm not going to put them on. I was going to put them on and do a little thing, but I don't really want to because bit of a waste of time. But they put the sunglasses on. Um, obviously, we know from films like *They Live* and *Free Guy*, which we've talked about before in earlier podcasts. Putting the sunglasses on almost reveals this reality. It's like it seems to be a representation of that, and *The Matrix* as well. *The Matrix* has a lot of reference to sunglasses. Neo wears the Matrix. The Matrix uh, sunglasses equals thirty-five in numerology. Um, so yeah, you have that. So like they're putting the glasses on to stay in this like almost detached from this matrix or whatever their belief system is going to be imposed on them so they still have their memories intact when they put the sunglasses on. I'm not sure of the esoteric meaning of that. I really think that needs some digging into it because I think it is a thing.
0: Is like the it, is it
1: the, Yeah, just in general? Yeah. I think I think the elites are hiding some knowledge from us in terms of like what sunglasses actually represent. And I'm not sure what that is. Is it because Ra's creating this reality? And by putting the sunglasses on you're blinded from that manipulated reality? I'm not sure.
0: Just to touch Is on Ra.
1: Like go
0: on. You mentioned the the 88 right and the there's an element in the periodic table called radium with the symbol R and it yeah. has eighty protons and like it just goes to show maybe that Ra, the Egyptian sun god, which is preventing the worship of the sun. That's perhaps the rule of this reality.
1: Excellent point, excellent point. And that actually reminds me of a point, it's not what I was going to make, but it, it, it leads me to another point. I was reading a, a Twitter thread the other day and it was talking about how potentially in the King's Chamber, which obviously I've visited now, um, it's a very black, dark room. Limestone, when it is de-aerated, Releases radon, it's like a similar element, and it supposedly has hallucinogenic effects. So radon, raw, is that what's creating this reality? We've been forced to loosen But yeah, essentially, there was a block in front of the king's chamber, which people theorised that it, like, you could shut off the air supply into the king's chamber, and then the limestone would release radon, and you would then go in there and experience hallucinogenic effects and like spiritual uh trips. So yeah. There's another point there as a side point. Um what else have I got?
0: Did you, you look at the the third one?
1: Yeah, um obviously I've been talking a lot about 69. You say it it was Sylvia's name equals 69. Something about you um, equals 69. Your name yeah, equals star. 69 as well.
0: Yes. Not my, not my what side star, was
1: that in? Ch- Chaldean. Oh, Chaldean. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. so um, this film was released in 2012, which everyone knows is like the end of the Mayan calendar. Everyone's like, oh, is going to be the last year on Earth, which I think is interesting because they, in the film, they travel back to the year 1969 and it's interesting when we're talking about them because in the film, what they have to do is they have to, during the the moon landings. I don't, for anyone that's seen the film, if this is a spoiler, I'm sorry, but it's been out ten years, so you should have seen it by now. And um, they attach like a, a uh, like a, a shield to the Earth to, to prevent an invasion when the rocket is shot from Cape Canaveral on July twentieth, nineteen sixty nine. So they travel back in time to that year. Obviously, like this reference to sixty nine, the duality and like reality. Um, so yeah, I thought that was extremely interesting. On a side note as well, my my grandma died on the anniversary of the moon landings 52 years after. For people that watch Logan, 52 is uh, linked with Prison Planet um, because of the element Turalium. Is that the right word? Turalium. Turalium, you're right. Got it the wrong way around, sorry guys. But yeah, obviously because of the Place in the periodic table is 52 with a weight of 127. Um, yeah, and obviously, like to come back to the moon, is like we've just talked about the moon, Lucifer, and Thoth being god of the moon, and things like that. Um, in the comic books as well, I read like a little section, it, it, it talks about how the Neuralizer is a device used for manipulation and control. So you can get people to do whatever you want with the Neuralizer. So is this talking about how potentially the elites are using... I'm not, I'm not going to speculate, but could we be under psychological attack through frequencies and radio waves and things like that to make us think and remember? Is it? Is it an external source coming from higher up or is it something on this reality's plane? Um, also, the, t- the tagline for Men in Black 3 is let's rewrite history, shall we care? Which is said by the main villain, which is interesting. We're talking about memory manipulation. So it's like, let's let's wipe the slate clean and start a new and create a new reality. Um, It's really interesting as well about New York. Sorry to come back to New York. And if I'm droning on, just tell me to stop. But... <laughs> <laughs> new york originally was new amsterdam it was founded by well it wasn't founded by the dutch it was purchased by the dutch from uh original settlers on the island for about 24 dollars in 1626. the people that are familiar with jason Brashier's work um obviously like i've been talking to you about the planet phoenix and stuff like that and i am going to send you the book over uh, okay. but he talks about like the, the phoenix periods and he talks about cursed earth periods so the reason new york could be so significant is because it was it was um founded in 1626 as new amsterdam which is interesting because i went to amsterdam about three months ago to, not even that long ago like last month i don't know what i'm saying three months ago um but yeah he talks about cursed earth periods, which is like a a cyclical orbit of the planet Phoenix. And one of those is 414 years, which is 138 times three. And on the pyramids of Giza, if you go up the the courses, the amount of courses is 203. And Jason Brashears believes that from 1902, it begins a countdown to the year twenty one oh six, which is like two one six 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 six. Um but the next time Planet Phoenix is gonna be in our orbit is twenty forty, which is four hundred and fourteen years after sixteen twenty six. So he believes there's gonna be a cataclysmic event in that year, not to put a downer on anyone's day or make any fear. But yeah. So that's could be why New York's so significant and it pops up in these Like men in black movies and stuff, and things about manipulation so much, like membrane manipulation. So, that's just a point.
0: That's insane. You know, that's pretty fascinating for me to hear that. Is you know, I didn't know there was a phoenix planet. It it makes sense where that word actually originates from, and in Greek mythology, it being reborn again.
1: Yeah, well, I I won't spoil it for you, but there's things like the old US seal prior to its release into the public domain was a phoenix. The seal of the Roman Empire was a Phoenix. And then like there's been other seals in the past that have been like Phoenixes and people are like, well why is it a Phoenix? Possibly a reference to a Phoenix planet that came and visited. But does it get spoken about, obviously. And it could explain why people are wanting to like all the elites and stuff are wanting to hide in the bunkers and shit. Like they're building these underground facilities because they know something big's coming. That could be what it is.
0: Yeah. You know the the higher ups are always a step ahead, but we got we gotta catch them and the higher ups the the time yeah. time's over for them.
1: But who knows, they might just like make us forget everything, so we're just like, eh, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs>
0: we'll look for yeah. breakfast. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like like I said before, fascinating stuff and you know, I don't really know what much I have to say about that. It's, it's incredible. No, it's it's just an
1: interesting point. It's just fascinating. You'd have to read the book because there's a lot more synchronistic, yeah, synchronicities that it talks about. I'll send you it over. I've only got yeah. like two pages left to read, so.
0: That's good. Is it a long read?
1: No, not really. It'd probably take you, if you just sat down and read it, it'd probably take you like three hours. It's quite a lot of information, though. There's a lot of dates and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can use it as a as a tool to be called reality. But for this yeah. podcast, I, I won't forget. I won't forget it.
1: <laughs> no, if That's people want so. to read the book, it's called. What's it called? I forgotten the name of the book. That's funny. We're talking about memory. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. Jason Brashier's. Uh, it's not. It's not Planet Phoenix. What's it called? Sorry, guys. I'm gonna to have to look this up.
0: Do you have to pay for this, or is it free?
1: Oh no, it's like a tenner. But I, like I can send it for free for people who want the information on it. I can happily send it over to you. Like you don't have to. Oh, it's when the sun darkens. That's what it's called.
0: Oh, when the sun, when darken. the sun
1: darkens. Yes.
0: That's interesting. So,
1: I've, I've got one more question for you, Engel, there. Okay. On you note know, of memories, why do you think? these archons or anything would want to manipulate our memories and how often do you think they do it do you think they do it every night or do you think they just do it like once and then leave you
0: oh, why these archons want to uh, us why do why, why they take our memories yeah, what happens is, what if you remember stuff you perhaps start realizing your true nature so i personally believe they implant and destroy our memories to stop that from happening. Plus it keeps you in a never ending cycle of life where you go about doing things that you probably thought you did already, but you've forgotten it, so you end up doing it again. So that cycle perhaps comes into play. Like I mentioned before, the reincarnation loop. If everyone starts remembering how they got into this reality, they'll know that when they die, they're not going to pick that option to reincarnate again. I believe so, because at the end of the day, these archons, they want you stuck here. So if you, if they take your memories, you don't remember anything from this past life. You're just going to accept the cycle of coming back here again and playing the game of life again. So for me, that's the, the true reason. I think our memories are, they're super, they're super valuable, super important they use the higher-ups these archons to get people to suffer men memory issues like dementia and alzheimer's i think losing you know yeah. Yeah, alzheimer's using the, the higher-ups i think they're doing it as a in human form so it further quickens the reincarnation process it's just that they're using humans to do that yeah I feel really like, interesting i
1: feel like
0: yeah. I feel like they don't have to do it themselves. They can just use the higher ups.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think like dementia is a, rel- not a relatively new disease that's come about. People say it's because we're living longer and that's why that it's like a natural process and our memory is going to deteriorate anyway, like as we get older. I don't think it is. I think it's like a lot of like nutrient deficiencies and like lack of, I don't know, um, but it's very unfortunate. Like, on the note of my grandma, like, she did remember quite a bit before she passed, so I think that's a good thing. Um, she held quite a strong faith in Jesus before she died, and that never left her, so I don't know if... I don't know. It's hard to say, because a lot of people say that, like, believing in Jesus and... Ask Christianity is it is a way to trap yourself in this reality.
0: But to trap yourself, you said?
1: Like, as in, to... Keep the reincarnation loop going because you have to believe in something within this reality to keep you coming back. If that makes sense, like we talk yeah, that, about like neutrality and stuff and not picking sides, yeah. you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I don't know, yeah, yeah, interesting. But, um, do you think there's a way to discern whether a, a, a memory is true or implanted? <sighs>
0: That's a tough one, to be honest. <laughs> or... I'm not saying you have to know the answer, I'm just wondering. Yeah. Like... I think deja vu is probably a sense of false memories. If you've seen something you've seen before, I think that's something you can subconsciously realise, OK, I've done this before, So, but other than that, I have no idea, to be honest. It is a really, really hmm. tough philosophical question. Is because we can't tell the difference between a movie and real life, so how are we we going to tell the difference between a real memory and a false memory?
1: And that's the thing, as well. I hear I heard the theory the other day that like movies and stuff are a way to create false memories. So, like, playing memories, uh, playing films for people, it manipulates the memories to be like, like like, you can watch a film. If you watched a, if you watched a film like a thousand times, you would most likely create false memories based on that film, like as if you were in the film. If that happens on like a global scale, then they could potentially like manipulate the past and history and stuff. It's like propaganda, obviously. So I think that is another way of memory manipulation. Whether as you say it's the archons doing it and then they've fed this information to the elites if they're working simultaneously. So that could be another method of ma- manipulation. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: totally. I, do, I don't want to me? touch on
1: too many sensitive uh, topics relating to that, but you can imagine like things, historical events in the past may be manipulated because we've seen a film or a piece of propaganda so many times and that's been passed down as the narrative. And then that becomes like a memory, like a collective memory and like how we remember something. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah what memory normality and that, could and, that
1: be, and that becomes the yeah like that becomes the the narrative on that particular subject mm-hmm. but i can imagine that probably differs depending on where you are in the world so like if you're in china the narrative is probably going to be called different to if you're in the usa because it's and political ideals
0: mm-hmm. do you think the mandela effect has a role in memory manipulation
1: Um yeah. I think so. What was it? I was listening to you you listened to it as well, I think, because I sent you at the Nick Hinton podcast and he was talking to yes. that guy. I don't even know who the other guy was, no offense. <laughs> <laughs> sorry if sorry if he's watching this, he's probably not, but I don't know who they are. Yeah, Nick Hinton was talking to some guy and he asked him whether he thought like the Mandela effect was because of the work that was been done at CERN, and is it because we're passing through like parallel universes at the same time? And Nick Hinton said he thought it was just potentially like frequency waves and stuff that were being shot at us, and we're remembering things differently because of like our brains are basically been fried because of like different frequencies and stuff, and that, that could lead to like memory manipulation as remembering things differently. Um, is it like? are memories that are deceiving us or is it that they are the true memories and it's them, like, the truth slipping through the cracks? I'm not sure. But I think, yeah, it, it like, the Mandela effect definitely could be a representation of, like, the past. I think the main one for me as well is, um at the Statue of Liberty, a lot of people saying they could go to the, the top, the, like, the crown. Yeah. Like, that used to be a tourist attraction. And... Like I'm sure I remember like people speaking about going to the crown of the statue, people who are visiting New York. And apparently, that's never been a thing. I don't mm. know if you've heard of that Mandela effect no. at all.
0: I've never heard of that. Yeah, yeah that's correct. So
1: that, that's 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 obviously like another link to New York and the Statue of Liberty, and the Mandela effect. Um, also with what's well, his face Nelson Mandela, oh, like yeah, where yeah, he but... died. He died ages ago.
0: Yeah, ages ago. But then
1: apparently he died in twenty thirteen.
0: So is is it
1: passing through different realities? I don't know, or is it memory manipulation? Could be either.
0: Yeah, could be either. But yeah, I've not got much to say. Have you?
1: No, if not, nothing else. I think. Yeah, we,
0: we can wrap this I up. I think now.
1: my my brain's enough fried now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think
1: the elite's well, doing man. the work on my brain.
0: Yeah, my memory's uh, isn't he's is, is losing. I'm losing my memory.
1: <laughs> yeah. What do I have for breakfast?
0: Uh, some soup and some bread.
1: <laughs> you had soup for breakfast. Yeah,
0: because uh, yeah, vegetable soup. Uh, yeah. Oh, nice. I've been cough- I've been coughing and sneezing, so oh, I've had boy, that shit. for breakfast. Yeah, yeah, just to help Literally. the immune system and fair, fair. But, yeah. I've been
1: eating a lot of
0: eggs. Good man.
1: Oh, eggs on toast. That's my st- solid breakfast every day. Yeah. Get, get on there. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Shilajit, but get on it because it's really good.
0: Say so like, what?
1: It's called Shilajit. 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 S H I L. Have you tried it before?
0: No, I've not tried it, but I think I've heard of it in, in the Discord chat. With...
1: Yeah, get some of it. It's fire, bro. It's like it boosts testosterone significantly you can feel an improvement like if you take it day in day Probably. out then you notice a difference yeah if you take it like and you don't have to take loads but it does taste like shit so it's a fair one in there my brother well, yeah, tried I it tried. When we're on holiday and he was like oh that is disgusting <laughs> <laughs> i was like yeah
0: do you have it like on your own or do you put it in food
1: i just take it in the morning like i just just put it in my mouth and then take a sip of water. But you can mix it with things. You can like a lot of people mix it with coffee, because it'll just blend into the bitterness.
0: Yeah, yeah that but makes yeah. sense. Get on yeah. Thank Thanks for tuning in, guys. It's been a good episode. Hopefully, yeah. you still remember. Oh. Hopefully, you still, you still remember this and don't forget.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, um, I think we meant to say this at the start of the podcast, but condolences to. Obviously, Nigel, like Nigel's family over at the Devils Playground, too, um, because that is a very massive hit to the occult community. And it's very sad. It's very tragic about his passing. So I hope Harry's doing well and everyone that's close to him. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'd like some words on that. Yeah, he was a big influence in our ways of, in our awakenings, Nigel, and for me, it was the the Tartarians that he had, in know, in, in their videos that really woke me up and realised, hang on, there's so many different groups in this reality. Yeah. It's just a shame that what's happened has happened. But, you know, because we mentioned their channel in the first episode, we'd like to give our condolences to Nigel and his family. It is a, it's a tough one to take for the community, but his memory will live on it. And- I hope Harry and the, the community over at their channel will prosper.
1: Yeah. It's very sad. It's very sad. And I hope he made it out. However, like the chance, obviously like he used to talk about getting out of the, the alley. so like, if he did, I don't know. Maybe he was hit yeah. on by the elites.
0: Yeah. Apologies on ending it on a sad note, but we had to put this out there to, to give our respects. So, yes, guys, thanks for watching, and we'll see you next year.
1: Oh, happy new year. Merry Christmas.
0: <laughs> bon année. <forgot> about that. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. This is the 45th President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, saying thank you so much, okay, for tuning in for this episode of the Occult Pod. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube and also comment because it helps the algorithm. Also, if you want to follow us on social media, go to occultpod underscore 13. That is for Instagram and Twitter. And have a great rest of your day, okay? Thank you so much.